Hello guys, welcome back to Meet Me in Taipei. This is Jacqueline. And this is Janice. And we're so happy to have you guys back here with us again. As of our very beginning, again, we would like to talk about like COVID vaccinations. And if you can get your boosters, please do so. Because even though the numbers are declining, we still want everyone to be safe. Talking about our last ep- judgments. What's our reflections on all the judgments that we've received in the past? And as of this week, we want to talk about teenager traps. So, Janice, you know, being part of the international student circle, what are the traps that you've seen or you've encountered before in the past? So, I do believe, like, this doesn't only kind of, like, go into, like, the international student circle, but just, you know, like, a lot of people and a lot of kids would have encountered this. But stuff like... You know, clubbing at a very young age, smoking, other like cigarettes or like weed when it was like illegal, um, drugs, skipping school, hanging out with the wrong crowd, unwanted pregnancies, all of that can really kind of like every single thing that I said can kind of like give you a little detour on your, you know, like the path that you want to take in life, basically. So what do you like? What do you think, Jacqueline? I do agree on this one, but also I feel like. Uh, you mentioned on um, smoking. I think a lot of people, like it's like me, I'm still kind of doing that right now. Like, you know, like those like e-cigs, whatever. But I wouldn't, I don't know if that's considered as like the wrong path or like the traps that I encounter. Okay, fine. I'll, I'll think it's the wrong path. Because I feel <laughs> like when I first encountered that, um, I think that was in college. And at first I was like, oh my God, no smoking. What am I doing? So I just always refuse. I just like reject my friends. And then later, um, and a few years later, I just start realizing that actually <laughs> ESIC is making, ESIC is not something that you can quit easily. <laughs> so I think right now I am still trying to quit it and it's kind of like dying down. Like the, the, the times when me like smoking are kind of dying down. So I do... Um, agree on that part with you and speaking of that i have a very close friend of mine kyle uh he had an experience on the traps that she he'd encountered back during when he was in high school so basically he hung out with the wrong crowd that he didn't get into his dream university university of connecticut and this might sound very normal to some of you who are listening right now but Every time when I see him or every time when we talk about, like, high school stuff, he always tells me that, oh my god, I regret so much um, the people that I hung out with during high school. Because for those who are from New York, um, some high school are the, like, specialized high school where you have to take your test to get in. And he was part of those. He he actually got in with his, like, because he was actually really interested in engineering. So he got into that school, but he didn't utilize the time, like, his prime time, like, you know, the right way so he hung out with like the wrong crowd did drugs like skipping schools and then like smoke weed and that's why all his records like the transcript showing that he's skipping school and didn't get like didn't do a good job in school basically and that got him to another university that it wasn't his dreams it wasn't a bad school but it was not his dream dream school you know so i think that is a story that um i've heard that it just kind of reflects on our topic about teenage traps. What do you think about this situation, Janice? Uh, yeah, like, again, like, it really does happen to a lot of people, so we can't necessarily blame our younger selves, um, but we can just, you know, 
as we get older, we're able to kind of look back in retrospect and say like, hey, this is what I should have done or like this is what I shouldn't have done. So, you know, you can't really blame yourself. Uh, it's just you really have to be careful in terms of teenagers and what they're able to get into or who they're able to, you know, like be in contact with. I think mm-hmm. that's really important. So, like, speaking of Kyle, do you have any other stories that you would want to share um, of, like, your friends or something, you know, like, people that you've heard of that have, like, more examples of, you know, teenage traps that we're talking about? I okay, I actually do have this one friend. Um, her name, well, she's fine with me saying it. Her name is Alex, Alexander, Alexandra. And um, basically, she had unwanted pregnancies. You know, when I first heard this from her, I was actually pretty shocked because we were super close. And when she told me about this, I was like, wait, girl, like, this is, I don't, <laughs> I, I don't know how to deal with your situations right now because me personally, I'm still in school. Like, I don't know exactly what, what to do. And so my reaction to that was just like, are you ready for it? And like, is, are your, like, is your partner ready for this too? And it turned out, surprisingly, turned out like his, uh, her partner was like pretty kind of just like depends on if you want it or not but of course I did tell her that this is some like very big decisions that you're making for your life because basically if you're if you decide that you want this baby like you're going to another path that I probably wouldn't encounter for a good amount of year for now so and she told me that this is like the wrong path that she she had in the past and this is like one of her like trap and one of like the major issue that happened in her life and I was I was actually pretty surprised as it happened to her because I just never thought this would happen to her and I'm pretty sure it's an accident but unwanted pregnancies I think that's like a lot of girls nightmare don't you think so yeah I think it's because like um especially as a teenager you don't know what to do and you don't know like you basically don't know what to do and if you don't have an authority guiding you without judgment then that's going to be a very very like hard path to go down on whether or not you choose to keep the baby um i think it gets a little bit easier as you get older just because like um financial finances um finances are easier your decision making is easier your judgment's easier and people who you surround yourself is also more understanding Mm -hmm. um but at the same time if you're not ready for it regardless of age um you're not ready for it so that is a trap in itself regardless of age i think um it's just you know like you just have to be careful whether or not you're sometimes things happen and Mm -hmm. you just have to kind of be prepared for it and you know keep an open mind and keep your logic when things like that happen so you can make the right like the right decisions yeah and speaking of that i realize unwanted pregnancies like if this happened in let's say in asia like, this is some, like, very, very big deal for, like, some families. Yeah. Right? Usually, a lot of the times, like, if the girl or, like, if the couple is at a certain age, then they would basically just have the baby and then, you know, just Yeah. Yeah. And then I, I don't I don't agree with that. That's all fun. Like, I yeah. really don't. Um, oh, you really? Like, you can't do that? Like, no. if you're not ready, you're just like, I'm Yeah, good. no, like, if I'm not ready, I'm not ready. You know, yeah. like, if I do, ha- if I'm not ready and I have the kid, then the, the kid's not going to have a good life exactly so i don't i don't agree with it and also like i feel like if this happened in the united states a lot of people like see it differently like be like okay fine i'm a mom now yeah like i don't know it's it's different it's 
there's there's different mentalities to like pregnancies mm-hmm. and especially teenage and like younger younger pregnant women mm-hmm. so i think it just depends on like how you think about this yeah. yeah and like speaking of pregnancies um this i mean obviously it is a result of like romance and sex and you know like not enough knowledge to teenagers and like the younger crowd i guess why do you think that is and like why how do you think teenagers get like a wrong idea of like romance and sex um i okay so when i was thinking about this topic that we're discussing i it took me a while but then when i just think of something that i would do back when i was in like 16 14 year old I realize a lot of parents tell, like, kids or, like, people around our age be like, you can't watch TV dramas. Mm-hmm. And that's something I was like, wait, I think that stands a big part because I remember myself, like, I started watching, like, Taiwanese drama when I was around fourth, fifth grade. And I remember, um, I don't know if you guys know this, the, this one pretty popular drama called Fated to Love You and this Chinese is called Ming Zhong Zuling Wai Ni. So this was so popular, basically. <laughs> like, if you're Taiwanese and if you're in Taiwan during then, you definitely knew about this drama. So I remember that day when I, um, the very first time when I was exposed to this drama was, like, we were in the living room. Actually, my mom was sitting in the living room and she was trying to watch this drama. And I was trying to scare her. So I was, like, climbing my way. I was, like, crawling on a floor trying to scare her from, like, at the back of the living room. That's so cute. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, I'm going to scare my mom. And then, like, you know, from, like, the crack, like, I was, like, peeking through, yeah, like, the, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I saw, like, what my mom was watching, and, like, I just, like, kind of, like, forgot what I was doing, crawling, like, on the, <laughs> on the ground, so I just stood up, and my mom, like, she got startled a little, but she was, like, what are you doing? I was, like, oh, I was trying to scare you, but then I sat down on the couch and started watching this drama with my mom, because it just oh. caught my eye, and then that's the moment when I started watching Taiwanese drama, but, um, this drama, and then, like, because it was so, I feel like Asian dramas are so like emotionally like I don't know what's how do you say that like it's compared to American dramas. American drama is more like literal meaning like you just oh 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 there's you know? a lot of more like hidden and like under undertones. Right? Yeah okay. yeah yeah. Gotcha. So I feel like dramas. If I like since I was exposed to these kind of drama earlier in my you know earlier in my teenage year, I feel like I do. I get affected a little because how I see things in romance and, like, how I perceive my own relationship-wise, I feel like it kind of, like, reflect on the time when I was exposed to TV dramas. Mm, okay. Understandably, I think. Because, like, a lot of the times, especially in Taiwan, um, the dramas and the shows really depict, like, it depicts a very, like, unrealistic standard mm-hmm. for romance and just, you know, romance, period. Um, which is why I think we looped back into our previous topic about like regarding sex and romance because it's so unrealistic that people don't know what's happening mm-hmm. and that in itself can result in, you know, like things that you don't necessarily want or, you know, plans that you didn't really have. Yeah. And like, I actually didn't watch a lot of Taiwanese dramas or at all actually during my teenage years because my parents completely like cut off cable did you not have any like iphones or you know phones to access to these kind of thing or youtube yeah, 
No, my parents like really restricted my media intake, especially mm-hmm. on social media and wow. on, like TV, mm-hmm. especially TV, because my pa- my parents would be like, "Oh, how many young people can?" Yeah, not be all of it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then the iPhone didn't come out until I was like, oh yeah, in ninth grade, oh. which is like all go go sad. Yeah, yeah. So before that, it was just like it was like I was on Tumblr. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Okay. I was I was at that age, so it's a very different like overview on like romance um and very realistic i feel like mm-hmm. um and then the other thing that i wanted to touch on is aside from that i used to go to bookstores a lot mm-hmm. and in bookstores or in like convenience stores like 7-eleven yeah there used to be like magazines about like pop culture or like gossip columns that you can basically open up and read in like Eslite or something yeah uh, and that by itself, I think, also kind of took a toll on, like, teenagers mm-hmm. during that time. Because not only did they, again, like, kind of push for more unrealistic romance, mm-hmm. they also kind of pushed for unrealistic beauty standards, which is something exactly. that we talked about, like, in our first season, so, yeah. like, way back. But that's also quite unhealthy just because unreal- unrealistic standards for, like, romance and, like, you know, your physical shape, that can kind of lead down a different path as well for example smoking doing drugs um you know extreme dieting when you're like 13 years old you shouldn't be dieting when you're 13 exactly yeah so like a lot of different media um especially in asia correct me if i'm wrong but like especially especially in taiwan and china back then um it really really kind of like plays a very big part on like how teenagers see themselves and like how teenagers see like romance and like as a girlfriend and boyfriend kind of thing yeah and also like the gossip columns that you just mentioned like it reminded me of yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. i remember yeah. reading that when i'm like going like shopping around convenience stores and sometimes i'll just open it my parents never stopped me from reading it but we wouldn't buy it mm-hmm. it was just like i will read it like at dante or something yeah, yeah like yeah. those coffee shop uh-huh. and sometimes i'll flip to a page and be like wow this is so like <laughs> rated r and like i don't want to know and how do these things like keep you know keep how do they keep publishing these kind of stuff and they're not aware of people picking up and reading it yeah yeah at the end of the day like this is something that all of us know sex sells yeah. a lot um, either in shows and magazines and media or in like in, in everything sex sells mm-hmm. so when you don't have you, when you don't put a restriction on those things like teenagers can easily get access to and then you know it's very similar to social media and yeah. like you know Pornhub for example mm-hmm. being in the wrong hands of like kids because it's so commonly used mm-hmm. and the internet is just you know out there so people can access it like whatever they want yeah, that's why I was like, I was so curious about how kids can have iPhone at this early age. You know, I have a, a very like personal example of my cousin. We're really close, and they, I would say, they're very mature at like at their age right now. Mm-hmm. Mature as in like chunsou in like the romance way, oh, because yeah. they were exposed to media so early, mm-hmm. like to the point where sometimes I'll watch it with them, but they're like maybe elementary school. Okay, that's pretty young. Yeah, and I'm, like, saying they're so mature in that sense because sometimes when we're encountering, like, a bunch of boys or, like, people that are, like, younger than me, my cousins, they're all girls, they'll be shy. Like, you know, like, you don't you don't feel shy oh. until a certain age, but they <laughs> yeah, start feeling yeah. shy, like, at the age where I'd be like, wow, it's how tenso. Really? Yeah, and then start putting on makeups and all that just because of the um, the TV dramas that they watch. 
during their free time. So sometimes I'm so surprised how media can actually bring like these kind of、um, outcome to people at yeah at such young age. Yeah, yeah. I actually, <laughs> I actually didn't start putting on makeup until I was like twenty, twenty one. Really? Yeah. I I did not touch makeup at all before I was、oh, like twenty one.、Wow. So I do think like if you start to be aware of like you know just、mm-hmm. how you look and etc. Like your sex in general.、Yeah. Then it, you know, the media definitely plays a part. Yeah. Also, like, um, there's just like this one side note that I think I read it from somewhere, or it was from like a, sh- a talk show saying that babies, what's that word? Infants, infants like below two years old are not really, um, recommend to be exposed to like, um, like tablets or like you know, TV and like stuff like that. I I think that's. According to like a scientist or something, like、mm-hmm. it's not a good thing to do. So, so if I had a kid, I would definitely not that let them see these kind of stuff until like they're above two years old. Yeah, just a side note. Yeah, no, like I, I don't think electronic devices are really meant for kids、yeah. that young anyway. So it's a good point. Hmm. So like in retrospect, or you know, just as we get older, how do you think that we as teenagers or like people that we used to know? Find a way to kind of like get themselves out of that situation that they don't want to be in. I think this is sound, this is gonna sound really cliche, but I do think that after growing up through time and like growing up through experiences, you actually self realize that how these things are so irrelevant in your past life and how it's just you know like teenagers like it's just such a teenager thing that you would do like for instance like trying to hang out with a cool with a group of cool people that you consider them as cool. Or try to do stuff like, for instance, like smoking. You know, like you know, like some article saying that like smoking is like a sign of symbolizing that you have the authority of doing something. I for I forgot what that article was、yeah. talking about, but I think like those kind of stuff. Because I remember when I was in high school, like I I I think I hung out with a group of guys, and then like they they smoke outside of school, or like they do like. Hookah, which is not that big of a deal nowadays, but yeah, when I was、yeah. back in the, I'll be like, oh my god, like every Saturday night we'll be going out to get hookah and stuff. Like, to me that was something like, oh my god, like shit. I I I wasn't I wasn't aware of myself being in that situation, but like now I'm just feeling, oh my god, like, and actually you like people grow up through time and also like what what you said like going to clubs. I think that was like also like a time when a lot of our high schoolers were at the prime time where、uh-huh. like going to club was like a thing to them. But honestly, to me, I think growing up through time and experience is the best way to pull yourself out. So sometimes when parents say like, "Oh, don't do this, don't do that," honestly, just let them do it. Yeah. And they'll realize it. Yeah, it's it's just you know like you can't really protect your kid from everything at the end of the day. So let them experience life, and they'll you know eventually come back. Um, the other thing that I th- want to bring up is also to have like a very su- <clears throat> a very supportive group of friends. Um, a mentor, or to basically surround yourself with people who understand and kind of push you forward.、Um, the process is very slow, but it's you know like it it's it is going to happen.、Uh, I think you just have to surround yourself and like really be aware of you know who you hang out with. And I'm pretty sure all of you guys have heard this too. But you are like the comb. There's a saying that goes like you are the combination、um, of the five closest people that you hang out with. So choose them wisely, you know. Like you don't want yourself to be taken down the wrong path, or like you know, be led astray. So I do think that's also very important. Yeah, I I think that kind of like stands out 
the past year when I was in Taiwan since everyone was back in Taiwan and especially Taipei and I wasn't really aware of people that you know like different circles whatever but then I started seeing different circles、mm-hmm. and I started seeing like everyone has a different vibe and where they're going yeah and that's when I realized that oh my goodness like I gotta jump out <laughs> of some group you know <laughs> so I think that's really important that you just mentioned yeah yeah I know it's it's Taiwan, Taipei is tricky sometimes,、mm-hmm. like especially especially at this age, like day and age. Yeah. So, what are the key takeaways?、Um, I think my first takeaway、uh, is what I mentioned: choose your friends wisely,、um, and choose your, you know, like the people that you are closest with, even you know, like even more so, just because your inner, like again, like your inner circle really, really defines who you are, and like. What your mentality is, and like it can really either push you forward or drag you down. So, as I grew older, I learned to kind of like not to cut people off, but like to kind of, you know, have my own boundaries and like kind of know who I want to hang out with,、um, and then you know, like you go from there.、Mm-hmm. But I think that's one of the like main takeaways、mm-hmm. for me. What about you? I think honestly, I think to me, from what I've experienced and also what I've seen. People around me experience. I honestly think try to avo- avoid、um, spending too much times on media.、Uh, media sometimes portrays like the very unrealistic side of the world. Which when whenever I see, I'm just like, what? Like you know, <laughs> I actually say that we're like it just like comes out naturally. Yeah. So、um, if you're a teenager and you're listening to this, honestly, you know, reaction theories. I understand if I keep saying no, you're gonna keep watching it. But just know that there is a certain amount of time that you should be spending on those kind of stuff. And don't watch those. Like, don't even read those. Like, very male inyang that's sad too. Like, eat so kind. Like, that's gonna waste your time, and you're wasting papers as well. Yeah. So that is really important. Yeah, exactly. Um, the third point I wanted to bring up is um, know and set your boundaries. Again, like that's something that you kind of know and you kind of understand yourself as you get older and as you go, you know, like through time.、Mm-hmm. But. To know and set your boundaries is just—it's more so a respect to yourself and to the other person as well. Just because when you set your own boundaries, you know what you're comfortable with, and you're not—you know what you're uncomfortable with.、Um, and then if you're uncomfortable with it, then don't push yourself down that path.、Um, and it can lead to a lot of like good things and bad things that can happen to you if you choose either or. If、yeah. that makes sense.、Mm-hmm. So. No one set your boundaries, and you know really communicate that through with the other person or with you know, Lorenzia, whatever whatever you want. So those are the main takeaways、um, from this episode. Just because we're not teenagers anymore, and thinking back on like some of the times that we, some of the things that we have done, or like some of the things that we have heard when we were teenagers, it's really mind opening、mm-hmm. and very very like, someone sounds up. So. <laughs> You know, it's really interesting to kind of think back、uh, at this age.、Mm-hmm. But yeah, so this week it's a little bit more like lighthearted, but at the same time, like we're doing a lot of, I guess, like nostalgic think, and wanted to kind of like bring up this a little bit more taboo subject in terms of like romance, sex, and like just things that we have encountered in the past or like we've heard in the past.、Mm-hmm. So I hope you guys did enjoy it. Um, we're gonna keep our next episode a little bit more of a secret and just kind of let you guys know as the week gets closer. But I hope you guys enjoyed it, and make sure to tune in every Sunday at nine p.m. on Spotify, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, etc. 
And again, this is Janice. And this is Jacqueline. And we hope to see you guys again next week on Meet Me in Taipei. Bye! Bye! (laughs) Bye!